Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the NXT 2. Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dadly Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review NXT, but also moral world, world, baby, premium live events. We have interviews. Roundtable discussions and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by the Dadly Boys, talk ahead to tonight's episode of NXT Oh, and celebrate a year of the greatest wrestling show of all time. Not named AEW Dynamite, let's be honest. But what a year it has been, Michael Hamflit. Happiest of happy birthdays to this brand. Uh, you know, I don't think many people gave this show. A chance, let no, alone a year. No. Apart from us. Uh, we always believed deep down in our hearts that this was... Like we said all along. Like we said all along. <laughs> this was best for business. We were we were the first people, I think, to actually suggest that this change was a good thing. Mm -hmm. Like, because we were three, the only people still watching Black and Gold every week. <laughs> like, the amount of, like, liars that were exposed. I can't believe they would uh, ditch Black and Gold NXT. Well, you can. You just haven't been watching for the last, like, year and a half like we have. Um... This formula, and oddly, based on ratings of a particular draw that I know we're going to spend a lot of time talking about on this podcast, it's so, it's even justified itself objectively. It's not just our subjective joy from this insane universe that has been cultivated mm. in this corner of the Performance Center. It has supported itself. It does serve as way more of an effective developmental than Triple H ever would have admitted the last year of NXT was because it's creating sports entertainers, for better and worse. Its numbers are reasonable. Like yeah. nothing to be up, nothing to be ashamed of. It was bad for a while. It was, it was, but, but like, now it's actually better. But because you introduced like fifty goddamn new characters in one <laughs> week and said, "Hey, these are your favorites now. Watch them." Uh, and I'd like to think, for those that haven't tuned in ever but have listened to this podcast, have been able to be kept abreast. Mm -hmm. 
of uh, everything that's taken place on this show in the last year. It has been it's it's been one of my favorite years of a of a of a brand of a single product to cover because a little bit of fun on Twitter this morning. The four frame gimmick where it's like, and I was like, well, how do I pick four? Yeah. And then Cedric thankfully hit four of his own. It was like, we're only on eight. This could go, this could run and run and run, and you just would not run out of single frame moments from this year. It is funny that they completely changed NXT because it just didn't work as a feeder system for the main roster. And now you're like, oh, what are you creating down there? Because the main <laughs> roster's kind of sorted now. They're but creating everything that Kevin Owens said he hates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On Raw last night, that is what they are literally creating in a Dayglow factory. Mm. But uh, it's just been amazing, hasn't it? It's been absolutely amazing. Honestly, my only regret about NXT 2.0 is that it doesn't really do numbers on Twitter because I've had so many zingers yeah. in the chamber, but I just thought none of this is going to scan. Like, for example, I might have said this the other week, but, you know, in the wake of the all-out press conference where CM Punk was just admonishing Hangman Page for not seeking out advice, I had a tweet lined up. I said, you know what? I sympathize with CM Punk. Hear me out. Hear me out. You know, there are so many respected minds in professional wrestling right now that are just desperate to get their brains picked. You've got Ricky Steamboat. You've got Terry Funk. You've got Sanger. <laughs> <laughs> the locker there room general. Respected locker room veteran general <laughs> minds who impart advice on NXT 2.0 who've had, like, what, five matches? Imagine it's Sanger's course. <laughs> Imagine, like, getting the gang together, like, Sanger's saying you got to buy some beers and he's got Von Wagner as his, like, sort of <laughs> in the Bradshaw role, stewarding everything. Wrestler's coit. <laughs> it's, it's been... Absolutely wonderful. Are we going to delve into our favourite memories? Well, yeah, I was going to say it's been as varied as Duke Bloody Hudson and Grayson Bloody Waller. <laughs> Duke Hudson uh, was introduced we, to yeah. us cold, cold as a poker player and never won a game of cards <laughs> the entire time he was on TV as this character. I'm actually certain he had appeared on camera and then started playing poker all of a sudden. I feel like you might be right with that. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Grayson Waller. A different gimmick a week <laughs> yeah. for about the first six and, weeks. And now he's one of our favourites, to be fair. It worked. Yeah, no, yeah, it did work. It did work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of it is white. <laughs> a lot of it is white. Uh, so let's go round the table, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let us start this and I'll finish it, okay? What's been your favourite NXT 2.0 memory, Michael Hamflet? Oh, God. Um, original Wendy Chu reveal was yeah. like in-ring reveal and it was like, Oh my God, they're trying to do Orange Cassidy with this woman that's been sleeping backstage six weeks. But also, we recognize she was the one who used to be the Thousand Year Old Dragon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Quite quickly. So that's yours. And, well, no, but yeah. I, Adam yeah. Wilborn, what's your favorite? I think it's fairly obvious, but the moment we were introduced to Tony D. Actually, my favorite memory um, is, <laughs> is Tommaso Jumper saying a tearful farewell to the brand he's worked with for many a year. And me stood in the crowd going, Get that fucking out of here, For me, because it just encapsulated what this is and what it will always be, even with a literal lick of paint. It was sat here for 12 months, it felt like, and it was probably actually literally close, watching my Ying in Tian Sha with these very expensive vignettes and this very slow burn storyline about this mystical. Um, sorceress, dragon lady, woman, who was a thousand years old. 
And then as soon as Triple H got bounced the goddamn hell out of here, right, they're like, right, okay, what is going to happen is that she's going to go 50-50 with Indy Hartwell and become <laughs> and become Orange Cassidy. But there is so many, so that was mine. Um, Stax, what was your favourite NXT 2.0 memory? <laughs> I got to say, when uh, two dimes left, and it was just me and the boys, one-on-one. Guns <laughs> <laughs> and FaceTime with Tony. I just love... Remember Boa was the fiend? My like, favorite, my th- oh, yeah. Boa was the fiend, and then the crack was he simply couldn't control his powers anymore, and then he lost to, I believe it was Solo Sokoa, yeah. and then he just disappeared. I love the idea of, uh, right, Boa, um, you're not moving forward with your left foot. <laughs> uh, what's wrong? What's hindering your development? Well, I've, I've got these magical powers that I can't control. Maybe, you know, the authority should know about this. But can you move forward with your left foot? <laughs> well, no, I was a bit rubbish, actually. Right, okay. <laughs> I don't care about your powers. You could. Just, I just love how this guy is... In Think of it as a universe, as an actual fictional world that makes sense within itself somehow. Like, Boa is sat at home, just really struggling. Like, he's he's yeah. got problems. He's He's got demonic powers <laughs> coursing through his veins, which he is unable to control, and he's just sat in some studio apartment in florida boiling hot just in trouble can i can i and change it's just uh, <laughs> and it's just um upsetting can i change my answer i feel like we're going to bounce around all over the place here can i change my answer because i feel like it was a bit of a, bit of a basic bitch answer i i have to go with a couple of 12 ounce corals the ballad of von and kai is so amazing so like night one Kyle O'Reilly has been attacked. Who could have pa- I'll step into the main event. <laughs> well, it's him then. <laughs> so like the, t- the, t- <laughs> oh, that guy. the team for like three months. Come on, Kyle, let's go cycling. The team for three months, right? Lose in the big tag match. It's like he goes to turn him and Kyle kicks his ass when he turns. You think I was stupid, man, <laughs> you big dumb bitch? Like he turns on him, beats him in the singles match. I want you one more time in the cage, Kyle. And then he beats him and he's like, I got you. <laughs> the best thing about Von Wagner, other, of course, than the fact that he's got heart. <laughs> oh, and it's, like, it's more a celebration of one of my favorite lines than anything on, that happened on NXT 2.0. But simultaneously, before... He got fired. There were two serial killers on NXT 2.0 <laughs> in Tony D'Angelo and uh, Dexter Loomis, and Von Wagner still had the most serial killer energy. Yeah. So you've changed your answer, Wilborn. Stacks, have you changed yours at all? Yeah, I gotta go with it. <laughs> I gotta go with that time that uh, Saray got her ass kicked so bad she couldn't transform into a wrestler. <laughs> Saray, Dragon, chase you through a transformation door and they transformed when they came out the other side. Yeah. Unbelievable. Magic Genius. door. The, um, the fact that this show was immediately, from day one, sex crazed oh. and Von Wagner's delivery uttered the words come Tuesday <laughs> as if to gift wrap the nickname for the brand from the off I think that we might have forgotten because they have abandoned this thread right I think we've forgotten just how horny it was yeah, yeah. like my favourite oh my god this company is trying to get youngsters to watch 
under the illusion that like sex comedies are still like a thing and not something that is, you know, 21 years removed, like yeah. really quite dangerous about how like men treat women and all the rest of it. Uh, 21 years behind the worst curve imaginable. And they, during her first vignette, shot Nikita, Nikita Lyons. They shot the tits of Nikita Lyons <laughs> from the Andre the Giant angle to make them seem... Even more elephantine. The shout that was Andre the Giant boobs. Like, they're just... They're just like... Look, 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 I was getting my face crushed. They wouldn't even, like, promote a giant like that now. They don't give almost that much treatment, but, like, Nikita Lyons gets that. With that tits. Just amazing. A pot, like, a recent one. But, like, I've really enjoyed Apollo. Ooh, my head. <laughs> the literal future. What are we going to do about that? Like, like, I love how you just go, like, ah, I've got a bloody headache now. Actually, let's <laughs> move my fingers and... Um, it's actually my eyes. Where the powers are. What? In the, eyes. the reveal of the future in itself was confused. Because you reveal this power. I'm just out having a coffee and I've seen the future and this guy's going to cause a problem. And then it doesn't happen. So he's seeing more aggro in his future in his eyes than what was actually... Yeah. If, if that guy kicks off, I'm going to kick his ass. But it, but it didn't. Do you know what? I will say this for this show. It's gonna. It's I gonna know what you're gonna say. Ninety nine times out of a hundred, I lose. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna actually win next week. I think. And uh, I'm gonna win next week. I think. Uh, I'm gonna say, and this is never a tr- tell me when I'm telling lies. NXT 2.0 is must see TV because if you miss a week, you have no f-ing idea yeah. what is going on. I remember being off on like holiday or whatever, and you were like. They've kidnapped Ron Breaker's dad. <laughs> and I was like, who has? Steiner's in a kid. Do you remember? Like, so for like about a year, and we used to complain about this every week because he was such a boring bitch. Like, Tomasa Chambers was like, what's going on around here? <laughs> and then, like, everything goes on around here. There's suddenly, dragon ladies. And it's like, it's great being back at Top NXT, and when it comes to war games, I'm going to fight for this brand. What, this brand? Like, were you the one campaigning for the wallpaper? I'm sick of watching. That was our old man child. Brown Breaker gives me the creeps. <laughs> hey, old man Champa. Old man Champa. Old man Champa gives me the creeps. Brown Breaker teaming with Tony D'Angelo and Grayson Waller in the war, in war games. Yeah. We're the like, new blood. we got to put the old guys out to pasture. And then I'm going to make friends with one of them, actually. He was, <laughs> <laughs> he was actually quite cool. The first time he kicked the big old logo in half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when Vince is like, I was recovering on <laughs> Triple H. Have a look at this. Boot. <laughs> Another one of my takes, and actually this got numbers, is it was as if the next thing they were going to do, just in this, it felt like a campaign against Triple H, is that Bron Breaker was going to come out with a bottle of water, spray it in the air, and just do the wanker sign with his hand. <laughs> that was good. Um, the one, when, like now, current NXT Tag Team Champions may or may not have shagged on a festival field while Brooks and Jensen watched. Like the, ca- the camera <laughs> yeah. sort of panned away. It was like... What are they doing? <laughs> Two tag like, team champions. I'm just watching. <laughs> <laughs> the wanking injury. Yeah. Wait, that's not a bit. They well, said, like, oh, normally it take take longer to recover from that, but your wrist seems to be really, really, really <laughs> coming along quite well. One Popeye forearm. <laughs> i got to say Cameron Grimes won a North American title as well. It genuinely made me incredibly happy. The, what was that one recently where, like, they got so obsessed with, like, where he says moon? So, like, yeah, Bron no, like I'm going to beat your ass in space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? Why? Okay. Uh, you think you're going to go where? Uh, 
to the, to moon. the moon when I'm actually going to divert the rocket <laughs> and you know, burn out in the sun. <laughs> it, was, it was something along those lines, but it was just the image of, like, as you said, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> it was like cartoon it's rockets. <laughs> cartoon rockets with the circle windows. You see Cameron Grimes <laughs> waving out of it. It's like, hang on. I just, hey, should I be on the moon? <laughs> what I, what's that bright thing I'm looking at right there? Oh, oh man, I got diverted in the sun. <laughs> um, I think we should really show respect for this show in the most appropriate way and that is of course with a clap clap snap like the 23 second long talk show where it was like I don't sold out crowd in a different bar <laughs> 23 seconds. Well, that's all we got time for. <laughs> received three sentences from Tony D. Oh. Uh, see you next week. <laughs> Just said, like, and it's great to be able to say this now. The fat old antiquated perverts that needed booting out of this company, like inheriting Pritchard's still there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Inheriting the talents of a WNBA star and going, chat show host. Got it. Like nailed it. Done. Like everything else will come. Natural athlete. No, no, no. We need to get her. Uh, Giving grief to the heels. There was some sad news surrounding NXT 2.0 in that certain characters just didn't get the chance to develop. Like Trey Baxter, (laughs) superhero. Yeah. When um, Cora Jade, he kept getting his ass kicked and she was still supportive and she went, don't worry about it, Trey. You're still my superhero. And for one glorious week (laughs) before he was unceremoniously released, there was like, you know, when the camera lingers on uh, the wrestlers for an uncomfortable amount of time, he went, superhero. (laughs) I just imagine the stupid twat coming out in like a cape and like the, what's called? The the, 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 the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the bad faith, like, I can't believe like, I'm defending NXT 2.0 against bad faith actors, but I like the bad faith actors revealing themselves as never really watching because they thought the way to land a blow. They didn't know that this was so fantastically bad that they thought the way to land a blow was like, she uh, doesn't even ride that skateboard much to the ring. And it was like, you don't know the fucking half of it, mate. Like That does not touch the sides when it comes to the things you can take the piss out of on this show. Do you remember uh, they doubled down on her entrance, though, at the, uh, the premium live event? More skateboards! More <laughs> skateboards! people who can ride skateboards, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we're skateboard guys. Top of the ramp. Parody of Walk Virtue Signaler oh, becomes, yeah. becomes the fiend. The, the people <laughs> now, what? The Grizzly Young Vets. We've got a perfectly formed British tag team who are just so good. What if they forget how to work? Like, the Grizzly Young Vets now... Are his dads like handing out smiley face badges, and you're like, "Oh, gone off eating brown breakers flesh, have you?" Yeah, yeah. Like they were, <laughs> they were. Oh, that, dro- was, that was after. Don't forget, they've uh, they were busy robbing. I don't know Uber Uber eats, drivers. Uber eats if you can distract yeah. an Uber driver, you can distract the ref. A craft we did not learn when we were NXT UK Tag Team Champions, but we're going to just finally have a, for like 270 days. But we should probably learn it. We should probably learn it. We are heels. The Undertaker taught us that the law of the Druids was that they can light the way through flaming torches and strike fear into the heart of somebody that thought they'd put The Undertaker down forever. In NXT 2.0, they all stand in formation and hand the title over to Joe Gacy. <laughs> yes. Like in one and really nice dance routine. And eat flesh. And eat flesh. And he was fine the week after. He was, he was absolutely fine. <laughs> Not a mark on him. That's a nice uh, full circle superhero thing, because I'm sure I saw online that Cora Jade and Bron Breaker might be dating IRL. Oh, that, oh, yeah, yeah, so she uh, found a superhero in the he's end. He's clapping those cheeks, I think. <laughs> I think. He's the only one who's getting laid on this show. <laughs> They're all total desperate, <laughs> sex-obsessed losers. Cameron Grimes is a loser. For what? Cameron Grimes, loser. <laughs> Bruce Jensen, loser. There's nothing wrong with not being 
sexually active. It's just in their eyes, they book losers who yeah. don't get sex and they're meant to be figures of fun. I just can't uh, stop jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> remember Leek Blade and Idris and Ophi's obsession with toxic attraction? Yeah. Uh, introduce, it, to be fair, this show introduced me to them boys and I love them. So, uh, I mean, they've not really got anywhere yet, have they? But that's mm, 2.0, yeah. I guess, isn't it? Uh, and when uh, Ikaminjiro and Kushida formed Jacket Time. Yeah, that went, that went well. <laughs> You've got Kashida, one of the best jacket Japanese stars. He's got a jacket, <laughs> and he's got a watch. What's going to happen? Jacket time should just be used for Brooks Jensen and Josh Brooks <laughs> at this point. I just can't stop checking off. I'm sorry. Fine, no, I got, Every minute I, is jacket time. I got me a strong arm, no. It's it's very surreal to utter this sentence, especially calm comes out real quick. <laughs> in the last few weeks, sorry, that was disgusting. Oh, damn too quick. Do you remember the brief window of time where people thought CM Punk going to NXT 2.0? Because I keep seeing these like taped up fists everywhere. <laughs> oh my god, I and it was also uh, Tessa Blanchard got in <laughs> at last. It's like no, she's never getting hired anywhere. I don't mind about quite a lot of personnel changes this show, haven't they? So, mm-hmm. Like Stokely Hathaway was on this show. It was part, oh, of this, yeah. part of this cinematic universe. I mean, the guy who looked like uh, Jack Simon Pegg, but with long hair. I think he came up once or twice. <laughs> I think I might mention it. Like every gag. <laughs> Just like Derek Shenton's gag. Uh, like, like Big Joseph and uh, Wade Barrett's got the commentary. Let's not, let's not forget that. They don't, they don't let you. He <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> screams at you for two hours. There was a brief, that window, that window of time... Where we literally just guessed what uh, on what Zeitgeist Heist, I believe it was called, what yes. was going to be referenced, and we got it right quite a few times. Uh, this fight's going to break out like the last stake at the Golden Corral. <laughs> that, I guessed it, <laughs> and I it. knew it. We literally went on, much like an intern was clearly tasked to do. Yeah. Trending topics: Google. Uh, what's Golden Corral? What's this Yang stuff? <laughs> Clicked on it, and I was like, oh, some you know. Some really greedy uh, Yanks <laughs> and, you know, a symptom of their country. have decided to have a fist fight because there's only one steak left at the <laughs> restaurant. And I was like, right, okay, some intern, right? What's fresh? What's current? How do we tell stories to the 18 to 49 demographic? That's it. <laughs> that's how, like, he, he, when he says ing, he says ing, yeah. doesn't he? Uh, Pritchard. So that's what he told the intern. Well, um, Bruce, there's a big fight over the last steak at the Golden Corral. I think you lost, but... Doesn't matter. Maybe you weren't there. <laughs> Have Wade Barrett say it so that you connect with the kids. Ridiculous. It's still doing better than Rampage. Speaking of uh, re- restaurants, when Zoe Stark went for a meal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not her fault, to be fair. They had to build their chemistry up, didn't they? Yep. Didn't she? Was it Zoe Stark who like ran those like Home Alone pranks on Toxic Attraction that week? Was it another baby face? <laughs> like, so, uh-oh, Gigi Dolan's in the bin. <laughs> Remember when, they, when she drew, drew that? No, it wasn't Zoe, was it? This was, this was back to a uh, um, thingy, Wendy, where she, drew, where she drove the car slightly further away <laughs> at, the, at the beach. <laughs> at the beach, what are we going to do? Going out the car. It's quite hot when you walk along it. Yeah. It is quite hot. A minor inconvenience for the yeah. tank jumps. They stole the shoes and then, like, because, like, Roxanne Press, like, what are we going to do now? Leave them there. See, <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought that was absolutely ridiculous until I went to Crete this year. And I've never experienced this on holiday where, like, the side of the pool, so it was like 36 degrees one of these days, mm. the side of the pool was simply so hot that I just like, I had to abandon one of my kids for, <laughs> for like 10 seconds just to jump in 
get my head back. I was like, my feet were burning. Sorry, James. He was fine. <laughs> like Dwight in the office where he's walking on hot coals. Make, make me manager, Michael. Make me manager. <laughs> get off, Dwight. Uh, if people do want to go and check out uh, the the OG podcast yes. from a year ago mm. of our reaction to what the hell's going on here, um, it obviously would take a bit of scrolling back in the mm. podcast shots. But I believe if you simply search What Culture Wrestling Podcasts um, and a series of sentences that I put in the title, it should pop up and you should be able to link, get a link to like the Apple yeah. podcast thing. A new look NXT or... Uh, Oh, what was that? Index's perfect wedding. Was that when he threatened people with an axe? Yeah, yeah. the axe. Because in the following week, um, they were on honeymoon. And uh, Johnny yeah. Gargano and Candice were like wanking in a wardrobe watching them have sex. <laughs> what about all the Johnnies? Well, she, he was. Oh, I had about like 100 Johnnies, didn't yeah. he? Do you remember when her and uh, Persia Pratt had an argument about who was the hard couple? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we have like pillow fights, weren't they? And he was going, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, oh my God, they're having sex on the honeymoon. This will not stand. <laughs> This is a lot stand, then I don't have the pillow fight. And I was like, okay, sorry, you deserve a pillow fight, which is fine because you're married, you can do whatever you want. We'll leave now. And then as soon as the door shut, Indy went, well, we can f each other's brains out. <laughs> <laughs> we can f each other raw. Do you remember that? Was that the one? Is that the same vignette or not? Where I think Johnny went to like check on him and he opened the index. Uh, Indy Hart was asleep and he like unfurled like 20. <laughs> yeah, maybe do, maybe do it when she's awake <laughs> yeah. for the optics. Jesus Christ! They just don't think to the they don't they haven't got a brain in their heed in that organisation. It's all just um, like the Porky's film franchise to them still, isn't it? When yeah, it comes to those vignettes. Um, and then when she went back, she was like, because um, they did like innuendo that Dexter, 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 harder, harder, harder. Yeah. But she's a pillow, you stupid bastard, Johnny. <laughs> but it turns out it was meant to be. I'm like, yeah. Oh, they're going to have sex, but it was a pillow fight. And then they dropped the innuendo, like, on the next week when they were really thinking, well, oh, the show's out, so the, the numbers are in trouble here. <laughs> Let's just make it all about hot, raw sex. Because um, Persia Pro was like, oh, so how's Dexter? Oh, it's 9.5 inches. <laughs> it's not like, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like, um, you know, how's the food? Oh, he had a bratwurst, and it was 9.5 inches. It was uh, subtext for his cock. It was like his engorged cock, right, is 9.5 inches long. <laughs> And um, genuinely, it's very intense. <laughs> Do you remember the fact that we had a, sh a legitimate game for a while called This Is, is Your thing. thing? And we were, what, nine times out of ten, pretty, pretty bang on. Of we, just, we, were, uh, we never were. Open up was a, like a builder. <laughs> open up a costume but then, box. But do you remember that week where it was like... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and you didn't think we'd have enough uh, women to get together in a tournament? Well, you were wrong. Here's businesswoman. <laughs> Here's, here's financial analyst woman who's a bit like business woman. Here's single woman. See? Any wrestler women? No. <laughs> I, I did like the sort of, as Cedric says, like the sort of innuendo locker room talk disappeared to the point where like his WWE exposition <laughs> just pulls through the words. Like that Tamina one we keep going back to. Hey, Darren Young, how's it going being a sex haver? <laughs> that was every single conversation. So before we get to, to this week's episode, and I've, I, I, I do because things are going to come up after this, and hopefully people in the in the thread for this podcast at What Culture WWE on Twitter remind us of all the stuff, and we'll talk about it tomorrow on the review because this is a this is a week long. Maybe we'll do our own get the table about this, running through the top <laughs> ten best moments. But feel free to get involved in this. But as part of this, I should say there is a vote. There's been some votes online. Um for this celebration of, of the one year. By the way, just to remind, do you remember when Cora Jade's B 
big uh, heel turn happened, but she uh, didn't break her skateboard over Roxanne Perez's back. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad to like shoot stiffer with it, like, like Darby Allen like shots with a board just to try and make it to sell it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, there has already been a vote to determine it will be a steel cage match for all the tag titles tonight. Uh, later on, we'll, we are going to decide as a group which one of the three men should be Carmelo Hayes' next challenger for the North American title. But there is a vote right now, WWE.com. Who do you feel is the biggest superstar of NXT 2.0? Um, it's a limited list, but I'm going to read them all out to you. It doesn't look limited, bloody hell. I know, yeah. I scrolled and thought, oh, there's quite a lot there. And we'll make a decision together. No. And then I'll pick Tony D'Angelo. Um, yeah. Bron Breaker, Grayson Bloody Waller, Carmelo Hayes, who's just been great, by the way, just, just straight up great. Yeah. Uh, Tony D'Angelo, the Creed Brothers, Joe Gacy. He's been in it for years. <laughs> uh, Chase University. That just, that's just as I remember the Bodie Hayward sketch with the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty deadly. Coeds, <laughs> you're sharing the room with me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Jish, Jish, you was one class with four students and dorms. Like, <laughs> people can get sacked from university. Of course, they're going to share together. There's like only two students. I, I, I'll dr- defend Andre Chase the Hill. I'm swearing at people in terms of out of his class for asking one question. It's so bizarre and very funny. Yes. Chase you. Uh, yeah, so Chase you, pretty deadly. Santos Escobar. Uh, who's left? Didn't he leave? Yeah, he's not there anymore. <laughs> because, because he's, he's, remember, he was split from you know his team, and then they just went. I just go together. Everyone loved it except me. Sucked anyway. Uh, Toxic Attraction, Cora Jade, Tiffany Stratton, who we haven't talked about much, but that's because she's just fantastic, perfect. Yeah. No notes. Nikita Lyons or Roxanne Perez. Honestly, there are some acts when you see them all written down that they've done really well with. Mm. Waller. Yes. Like, Tony D's stupid, but he's missed the numbers, huh? Uh, Roxanne Perez, obviously, she didn't, didn't really do much, but they just hired her and let her be yeah. Roxanne Perez <laughs> or Roxy. Um, I would have to go earnestly with the entertainment value, the fact that his main events draw by the standards of the show, by the ceiling. He raises the goddamn ceiling, huh? It would have to be Tony D. Tony D. We voted him for Tony D. Can you imagine if... Because Tony D's got rid of two former... But two former NXT originals. He's the NXT legend killer. <laughs> He's the, uh, yeah, the <laughs> Randy Orton. <laughs> I don't know what that makes, Stacks. It mm. makes some uh, Mark Gingerick. <laughs> <laughs> Tony D has, like, do you remember when they went, here we are at the docks, and this guy's talking about waste management. The best. Well, it was, and, you know, we, as you said, Use those search terms. Go back and listen to our first podcast. We, we called that shot from the beginning with Tony D'Angelo. We knew Sidgwick, as a bit of a spoiler, basically sort of foreshadowed that we would get limitless content out of this. And then the other week, we sort of discussed this over the desk and on the podcast. Like, this character shouldn't have changed our lives yeah. in the way that it has literally changed our lives, the way we speak, the way you we interact. Mean, well, you know the would I lie to you meme where, like, there's some politician statement and it sounds absurd and it comes up with the would I lie to mm-hmm. you thing. Yeah. It's like Adam Wilborn tweeting... I once spoke almost exclusively in a mock <laughs> Italian-American accent for literally a full calendar year because I really became enamored with a certain wrestler on one of my favorite TV shows. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't do that. I think you'll find I did. Uh. I think I mentioned this already on a podcast, but me and Sidgwick, like, only a few pints deep, but mainly, like, 
Euphoric on an excellent WWE show. Go in and get in a takeaway. Great live show that yeah. we thank you all for coming. All the best kind of experiences and all the best feelings and a few pints and going to get our takeaway ahead of recording a podcast that we were looking forward to recording. Unable to speak in anything other than Tony D voices about how happy we were with the show. Just walking down the street. Half an hour, just the two of us. <laughs> what a night I will a night I will never forget. I totally agree. I drove back and forth like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, maybe I'm uh, a little bit ignorant because uh, I never actually went to the old country <laughs> myself. <laughs> But that was the best goddamn garlic pizza wheel. <laughs> oh my god! I ever tasted in my whole goddamn life. Worth every penny. Worth every single penny that I paid. And we paid for it. That garlic pizza wheel was absolutely sensational. Through the roof, and like yeah. very uh, fairly priced. I would, I would agree. Actually, <laughs> very very reasonable, all things considered. <laughs> Uh, years, years that we've been doing this podcast and we make like, it's awesome being number one in the charts and it's great having like the listenership we've got and the five star reviews. It's all brilliant. Yeah. But we do sort of say like, if over time we'd have had the opportunity, because we don't have a producer, you brilliantly will born diligently sort of produce live. It's like the it's wizard a, of Oz. <laughs> but we've never been able to um, get things together for like an award for the, a lot of the bigger podcasts have the resources with mm-hmm. which to do. We don't need to anymore because we can just submit the stacks episode from last week. Yeah, fifty-one <laughs> weeks of this led as if it was like some LTST all yeah. of our own. Like Tony Khan have a long-term vision, put just under one year, and then the week before the payout, give him it, give him the world. <laughs> like stacks ascending outside of the Tony D'Angelo cinematic universe felt like like we're all now nervous. Was that the Batista Triple H storyline? Yeah, <laughs> which, which is appropriate because we're kind of waiting for Triple H to rip this all away. Yes, yeah. so it was like right, do all, all the payoffs, all the payoffs. I, that's one of the greatest days I've ever had at work. <laughs> and like we'd covered, there was obviously all the CM Punk fallout. Yeah. And it was, it would have been a, uh, well, it would have been a Wednesday, wouldn't it? Yeah, as well. it was, so it we were trying to like week, cutting across all of that for the Dynamite preview. And it was just, this is, this is what culture wrestling will give you. <laughs> we'll give you an hour on like the enormous ramifications of one of the biggest things ever to take place in a nascent wrestling company. And, and sticks. <laughs> and sticks. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. <laughs> well, let's look ahead to tonight's show. and, and Very quickly. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed we will... Uh, who cares? Like, who cares? <laughs> After all that, I don't actually care. We will not have it over. That's with. the beauty. You will never need to give a fucking <laughs> shit. That's what I love about this show. Yeah, my concern is is uh, that they're going to open and it's going to be like schools and stuff. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, it's regressed back to the, the worst fantasy booking that everybody on Twitter liked. The lights go dark. Single spotlight. Triple H. We are NXT. Cool orange, slipknot, marrow Remember that guy? That's like, oh my god, this is a pandemic, lads. Bright, you could like show you like. Might get Poppy back. Yeah, I don't want to know. I want, I want this. I want this forever. Yeah, Poppy can go to SmackDown or something. Things they can't do black and gold now. Like the indie scene just isn't what it was. Who's gonna be in the front row of Takeover? Effie. Right. Let's preview tonight's show. Mine at least has got a chat up with uh, Triple H now. Uh, yeah, you got Jeff Jarrett as well, did you? <laughs> <laughs> happens to the best of us. <laughs> uh, so there is a tag title steel cage match. It is pretty deadly versus the Creed Brothers. This was one of the options that we uh, were voting on this week, although we missed the window to vote on what type of match it was. I think it was one of them. Remember the old uh, Table Tuesday, uh, Cyber Sunday gimmicks where it was like, what match should they have? A wrestling match, a talking match, or a steel cage match. <laughs> Stax, what would be your favourite gimmick match? Flag on a pole match. Y'all want to get hurt? Right, this match is going to be terrible. I'll try to wrap this up. I asked for that. That's the part of the day, mate. Yeah. <laughs> What do you look for in a woman's tax? Personality. GSOH could sense of humor. I wasn't expecting that, Stax. Yes. I thought you'd be quite superficial. I, to be honest, Stax, I really didn't see that either, right? Because the thing about Stax, like, I thought you like frequent the Bada Bing. And yeah. What is it about the, the, the dancers at the Bada Bing that you like? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the 
Right, so WWE Steel Cage match is going to suck. At some point, the Creed brothers are going to decline. <laughs> yeah. But before that, I would like a spot where Pretty Deadly are like, can't be dealing with this brutality. It's just, you know, it's not us. And they could, like, basically, it's underrated how dangerous the, the NXT in-ring style remains. So maybe they could get halfway up and, like, the Creed brothers could be like, Surely these assholes are lesser. Boom! And just yeah. like back that the old running Kurt Angle suplex, but off the top yeah, of the head. Yeah, like, yeah. Way over the top of the head. I just realised, you remember we said how dangerous that Brutus, Brutus Creed cannonball is? Yeah. Imagine that off the top of a cell. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Like you're actually at the top, you climb over the top. No, thank you! <laughs> cannonball to the outside, but not the outside, no, it's the inside, sorry. Creed's will win. Do you think? Is it this for the belts? I think it's for all the belts, yeah. I think. Pretty deadly, or on the way out, or something. One of the creeds is crawling to the door, and there's Damon Kent slamming the door in the face and locking them in, or something like okay, that. Okay, next match, we are running low on time. <laughs> yeah, by the way, do you remember when we thought that uh, we were like the one thing that's definitely going to remain the same is LA Knight? Yeah, he's going to be the main star of this show. And I think he immediately lost the world title match, and then they went, oh, cool, there we go. Sure did. <laughs> well, guy, because we didn't know like Bron Breaker existed. Yeah. Basically, it was like, you know, Adam Cole and uh, Carlo Wiley segment, all them security guards are going to be massive stars. <laughs> and these two, like, Triple H, going to let those little dweebs go to AEW and get hurt. <laughs> uh, so we've got a North American Championship match, Carmelo Hayes against Question Mark. But who will Question Mark be where there is a chance to vote on this? It's very limited, the options. You've got Joe Gacy. Lim- limited in the gimmick. He's a good re- wrestler. Yeah. Wesley. Very good wrestler. Limited in character. Not like I mean he's earned respect for the locker room leader now, so I think he can he can we can now officially say he can get. Mm-hmm. Or Von Wagner. It would be irresponsible of us to not utilize this platform to encourage people to vote with care and caution for the quality of their own television wrestling show. So for me to say anybody other than Von Wagner, yes, yes. would simply not be right. I want the best possible NXT. So I am saying earnestly, please, anyone at the sound of my voice, please cast your vote for Von Wagner. Because I certainly will be doing <laughs> Yeah. And I just have. <laughs> I would prefer Wesley, if I'm being honest. But <laughs> Big yeah, Von. Like, I, just, I don't want to talk. Why doesn't Von Wagner talk anymore? <laughs> like Batman dancing. It's got like, I've got hard. Is he still with Robert Stone? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The manager he's, he's, of Losers. Remember, this actually might be on black and, black and gold. I'm trying to think about this, yeah. When Robert Stone had to sing Frankie Monet's song. Oh, that must have been black and gold. I think Frankie Monet was done before 2.0. Really? I think so. Bougie not, bitch, bougie bitch, bougie, <laughs> bougie, bougie bitch, or something like that. Yeah. Terrible. What a terrible TV program. <laughs> that must have around the same time he was sick in the ring. Oh, yeah. When that, that, that was Rhea Ripley. That, that was, was really in the guts of the pandemic, that wasn't it? Empty building and the guy's vomiting in the ring. Carmelo <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hayes to retain? Yeah. 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 He's too good for like losing to any of the options, realistically. Mm. Although. He just, want, he, do, he just wanted to do <laughs> just, it. Yeah. He just doesn't move do on. He, he got his pop. He wanted to do it. He's done it. So we I should now. It was on the news today, wasn't it? I haven't seen a couple of screenshots in my mentions on Twitter of... Uh, I don't think it was. It was. I think it was the... Yeah, yeah, I think it was just... It was the... I utilised that for maybe... Yeah, you gave me Nick Mystery. What's next? I can't watch. <laughs> There's four matches still to Oh, go. right. 
Five minutes. We can wrap, we can wrap this up. <laughs> this is like a, Jane apologies for all bedtime. the efficient. Right, five minutes then bedtime. I'm sorry. Sorry for all the efficient week to week episodic booking. Yeah. Uh, apologies. <laughs> Re- thought, thought this was a wrestling podcast. Yeah, this is at the end of the day. You know, on on one side, <laughs> you've got uh, the story history of Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson um, and um, Sammy Guevara, John Moxley clashing, and here you've got the. Uh, long-running feud between Fallon Henley and Lash Legends. <laughs> I think that Lash, Lash, Lash gets the dub. I, uh, in, a, in a goddamn terrible match, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. I discovered that she was like a WNBA all-star. They weren't going to tell us. <laughs> they were just like, no, no, she's a chat show host. She's many things. If only she were a wrestler. That's what I always say. That's my rule. <laughs> Maybe no, it's just a crazy way I look at this world, but uh, my wrestlers should be actually competent at professional <laughs> wrestling. Eh? There have been points where the show shouldn't have been on TV, and a lot of them have featured Lash Legend. And hey, she tries it, what? It ain't her fault. Mm-hmm. Entirely. Ah, it's not her fault. Yeah, she's. They used <laughs> to have a finishing class in the performance center, and those guys got on TV. I think she needs a starting class. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's unfair because she can't wrestle. Uh, she's very green. And it's obviously unfair to her opponents as well. It's like, in our normal voices, we can't speak like this. But somehow, Tony D kind of diffuses the cruelest of our critiques. <laughs> hey, hey, it's Triple H's fault. It's Bruce Pritchard's fault. Pritchard. It's, it's, Norman, <laughs> it's Norman Smiley's fault. It's Prince goddamn Albert's fault, quite frankly. Stare at your goddamn hands and put a basketball in and go back into it. <laughs> And she's got a good look, got a lot of personality. I think that with the right training in the LA Dojo, she can go four. You go four. Last legend or Fallon Henley, Amphlet? Last legend. I'll go Fallon Henley just to keep things interesting then. Well, something else to <laughs> um, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark teaming up to take on the team of Kiana James. Do you know what their online tag team projected name is? I'll save it for after the pod. Okay. Uh, taking on Ariana Grace and Kiana James, businesswoman. She's barely got time to train for this match with all the deals and the yeah. reports that she needs to get in. But she'll squeeze <laughs> this. She'll squeeze this in against Nikita Lyons and Zoe. It's fairly straightforward. Well, I think one, a lot it? of wrestling fans would want to squeeze something in with them. I think they would. Judging by the comments I see on Twitter, yeah. Oh my god, these people are reprehensible. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh my god! Uh, Can you see any um, interference from the assistant, Wilborn? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind it. It'd be interesting. See how it plays out. You're gonna let it play out. Yeah. Baby faces win. I don't know. Yeah. What would it, remind me? What the last week in the setup? Why? Why were they, Why was she pissed off with? Babyface, I cannot remember. <laughs> she just hates them for yeah. no because they you want it. just hates Nikita Lance and Zoe Stark. It was a very Triple H segment, do you remember? Because it was like, yeah, these uh, bloody women, <laughs> but in the background, a guy in a hoodie is joining the day. Oh, yeah. this, yes. So one thing really existed for the other. This actually all started because is it Kiana James? Yes, the businesswoman. Yeah, she basically was saying, "Oh my God, look at this woman." Reading her goddamn ass all over the place. And it was basically like she's trying to be sexy and I'm business and oh, I don't like sex. 
you have business, and that was all how it started. Now, the saga. Ariana Grace was in the midst of organising a schedule, I think, and she said, I've got a gap for kicking some ass. That was the, the, how they became a team. I'm just glad that uh, Nikita Lyons has recovered from injury, but she'll be as disappointed as I am that she's just returning to all of this needle between these two teams. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but thank goodness she's recovered from injury and she can like travel freely to these wrestling shows, no longer with the ailment that was holding her back. What I say. Yeah. He's, uh, Doug Hare wins. Shouldn't have to wake height. Zoe Stark going to be a good booster for um, Nikita Lyons in this match, you reckon? <laughs> no. <laughs> Next <laughs> match. N- Lions and Stark Next. win that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, Sige. Respect. That's what this business is all about. Yeah. And, uh, very simply, Javier Bernal has not been shown appropriate respect backstage. So Hank Walker is going to teach him some tonight, right? Hank Walker, Flor- NXT Ranger. Uh, what's uh, what's Sige? What's Hank Walker's uh, catchphrase? Prick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't talk down to that little lady, you prick. (laughs) Is that a dumb? So like they should leave the leave the silence break. Prick. (laughs) You gotta show some respect to that little lady. Little lady, are you you watching me? Tell him to show you some respect. I'm trying to signal my virtue over here. Over (laughs) over over the span of about three months. Let me tell you something about little lady Casey Canzaro. At the height of the pandemic, there was nobody around to look after me, and she invited me to her home any day I wanted. (laughs) I will protect that little lady backstage. We attended a lot of nice parties. People need to be more respectful of that young woman. It was a lonely time. So she allowed me to mix with her and her friends. So, just to clarify, I don't know why I'm asking this, but is Hank Walker head of security at NXT? Oh. <laughs> and is he going, right, lads, if something kicks off, I want you to treat me just as the same as Javier Bernal tonight. Or, like, is he gone, that's it, I can't be a security guard any longer. I can't sit, stand by and watch this. Well, he can't be a security guard and simultaneous, simultaneously a wrestler because you can be a businesswoman <laughs> and simultaneously a wrestler. You can be uh, an architect. You can be a surfer. You can be a jazz singer. You can be a, um, an adrenaline junkie. You can be um, a university student. I, t- I took a job. You could be this. the fiend. I took a job in this building to deal with strange crowd disruptions when uh, MSK came to the ring. And then I noticed people were setting their baseball bats on fire, and I thought I'd better stick around and see what's happening there. There's a lot of interesting uh, things going on here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you think he's going to be uh, taught some a little respect? I think that prick is going to get taught a lesson. I've got absolutely no idea who wins. I do not give a toss who wins. <laughs> it is like, Solix score is pretty good, right? He but, didn't look good against Drew. But, well, what I was going to say about him was, like, obviously he's there because of the, like, family connection and all that. It made sense for the, the storyline. Oh, he's been on the indies, you know. But in, ter- but in terms of a character, like, can you imagine, like, just they lifted somebody else instead? It's like, uh, the Usos and Sami Zayn couldn't travel. Oh, my God, it's adrenaline junkie Grayson Waller. He must be so addicted to adrenaline that he's running. He's, like, bungeed all the way to Wales. <laughs> was Grayson the one, or was it Duke Blade Hudson who was also on the dating sites? Grayson Waller. Grayson, yeah. Grayson was because Cameron Grimes was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you get all that snatch? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Grayson, bloody Waller. Hey, he's got you now, obviously. Yeah. Just went, oh, you go on one of these apps here. <laughs> <laughs> Try getting yourself uh, 300 followers and come back to me. <laughs> it wasn't even verified and I had more followers than him when he was doing When he was an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's but- last? 
Uh, so yeah, Javier Bernal's going to get taught some respect, Hamlet. Yes, by <laughs> a security guard. Finally, Tony D and Stacks are in action. It's my favourite thing against e Cameron Grimes. But who will be his backup? That's the real question here. Do we have? There's no NXT no vote, vote or anything sort of thing. like that. It is just a mystery. And there's what? going to be no one. And then in the aftermath. Are gonna come out and say, See, there's no one around for you, is there, Cameron? But I'll be there. (laughs) I don't know why I started talking (laughs) like that. Or was it Cameron Grimes? Well, this is what I think. Getting his smiley face badge and thus getting a friend for this. It would be funny if this goes on before the NXT North American Championship match and Joe Gacy wrestles, despite that potentially he could be wrestling later on for a world t- uh, for a title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I desperately, desperately want this to be a, a Tiffany Stratton, a, a Kevin Patrick, uh, anyone like that of that ilk, because it is so nice of them to book the Adam Wilborn Derby for this <laughs> special episode of NXT 2.0, yeah. putting them all in the ring together. If they give you the opportunity to have to talk through a match with four voices all at once... I might do the old pamphlet gimmick tonight. Shut, shut up, man. <laughs> shut up, man. Uh, one more thing just before we wrap up, because I'm very conscien- conscious Sorry, of time. Um, Stax, what's your strategy for tonight's match? <laughs> <laughs> I am glad you asked, Michael Frederick. <laughs> it is very simple what we're going to do. He's gone Brando now. <laughs> <laughs> Divide. And clunky. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dax. you got a really short mind for the business. Yeah, because I read a brilliant book about developmental <laughs> health. <laughs> Why can people get that book? Oh, Stax is too kind. Uh, you can actually buy um, 120,000 passionate and insightful words about the formation and, yes, rise of AEW called Becoming All Elite, The Rise of AEW. Available whichever domain you're at on Amazon. Stacks, to get your cardio right for this huge main event, this historic NXT main event, I understand that you compete, uh, completed the biggest half marathon in the world at the weekend. The Green Wolf one. <laughs> <laughs> Dare you to share some of your experiences from the day? Let me tell you, <laughs> tonight, Miley, it was moida. <laughs> you know what I recommend? <laughs> Halfway through this match, when the Don is taking care of business, you know what I'm going to have? Wine gums. <laughs> <laughs> little voice of energy. Thanks very much for that, Stacks. Thank you, Stacks. Thanks, Thanks Stacks. Stacks. See you tomorrow, Stacks. See ya. <laughs> there he goes. Come on, I'll just don't slam a door. Well, <laughs> let us know your thoughts on tonight's show. Or the past incredible 52 weeks we've had with this show. We'll recap some more of our favourite bits probably tomorrow as they come to us. Uh, at What Culture WWE on Twitter. Watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamlet at... Michael Hamlet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Um, Stacks, where can we find you? One second. I just can't quite remember my Twitter handle right now. Uh, Let me just look that up in my brain. Uh, oh, God damn it. Let me okay. <laughs> it would, of course, 
<laughs> my real, not, not my, uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> You're quite a handsome guy, Stax. Get the woman. I get the women. I don't do too bad for myself. <laughs> At Channing underscore WWE. Follow for some pleasant surprises. <laughs> it doesn't appear to be mainly retweeting other people's tweets. Oh, no. I thought I tweeted about an espresso last week. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Cheers, Stax. Sorry to keep you up. You've got a jet to catch. Yeah. Okay, I gotta go. See you later, guys. <laughs> thanks, thanks. How how would you fly? What's all you guys ripping out the door? <laughs> you got any more questions? I was just gonna ask about the airline company that you might use. Only to get the to airline. <laughs> they always show us God for it. My favorite film. <laughs> I got those pretzels that I like and those oh, blue crisps. <laughs> I love those blue crisps. They can't get nowhere else I got on a plane. If not the Godfather 3 star. Sorry, <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. Oh. If not the Godfather 3, what would be your favorite mafia movie? Goodfellas. Yeah, that's a good one. Because just like me and Tony, we're good fellas. Bye, Starks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thanks. Uh, Adam Wilborn on Twitter. <laughs> what culture WWE for all of us? What culture wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts? <laughs> Sorry, I've just got a clip of Tony D fighting with, with Cameron Grimes playing in front of me about the points of the table. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, raw reviews available from earlier on today. Our review of this show will drop into your feed tomorrow. And uh, yeah, at What Culture WWE, let us know some of your other favorite moments from the past year of NXT. Do but oh! Now this has been the preview. My thanks to the Daddy Boys. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.